Here we uncover the traditions that are working for successful parents. For the parents who are ready to do things differently but aren't sure how, go to wandahoward.com and download my free blueprint. It will help you create the difference you've been looking for and enable your kids to be emotionally healthy and confident throughout their lives. Now is the time to start doing things differently. Welcome back, everybody, to the Successful Parents Podcast. I am your host, Wanda Howard, and my co-host, Emery Howard. Um, So last episode, we had on Monica Tanner, and we talked all about what true happily ever afters look like and what you need to do to attain them in your own life within your marriage. Um, It was really insightful, all the things that she has done as a coach um, to just help people find a renewed romance in their life and in their family and their marriages. So go and listen to that if that is something that you would like to know more about. And for today's episode, we're going to be talking all about um, kid crushes and romance and just talking about what questions are on Emery's mind right now, specifically as she uh, just, we're just going to enjoy this moment and (laughs) please join us as we kind of dive into what kinds of questions kids might be having and so that you can be better prepared of how to address things with your kids and what kinds of conversations might help them right now too or what questions they might have um, that they would enjoy an opportunity to talk more about them. So here we go. Emery, do you have any first questions off the top of your head? Uh, are there any different types of crushes? Different types of crushes. Ooh, I would I would say definitely yes. There's different cr- types of crushes. There's the kind of crush where you see a boy and you think he's cute. That's a pretty basic, normal crush, right? Then yeah. there's the kind of crush where you see a boy. And, and I'm talking boys since I'm saying this to Emery, but boys definitely have crushes on girls too. Um, but there's a type of crush where a boy does something nice for you. And when that happens, um, it fills your heart with like, oh, they noticed me and they were so thoughtful when they did that. And I really liked how they handled that situation. And so there's that kind of crush too. And I would say for your age, that those two crushes are probably typically going to be the two that you experience right now emotionally. Um, but then as you get older, then the crushes will turn more into wanting a long-term relationship with that person because of those physical and internal um, needs. Needs. There was that other word. Oh, I can't think of it. <laughs> your attractions, physical and internal attractions that you have. You'll eventually want to create more of a relationship because you have a crush on somebody so does that answer your question um yeah yeah pretty much okay any others um well can there be like differences in crushes based on the home relationship what do you mean i mean like you were a four-year-old and um kind of an abusive relationship but so like because in our home there was a lot of toxicity and a lot of uh, verbal abuse and lots of different kinds of abuse going on 
that did that affect the way I develop crushes? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. And it definitely does. So um, for our listeners, I just want to kind of put this into context too, is when your kids are developing crushes and having romantic feelings towards uh, other girls and boys their age, one of the things that I see parents either freak out about or kind of sweep under the rug because they don't know how to talk about it is uh, this wondering of like, when is the right age to address the conversation and how deep do we go into romance and um, when are they ready to really understand crushes? When are they ready to date? When um, should a boyfriend girlfriend relationship be okay? And, And there's a lot of different questions of, just wanting to make sure that we are providing healthy um, ability for our kids to develop stronger relationships with people. So when taking into account your own family relationships, that's going to play a huge part in kids being able to develop stronger relationships themselves. Coming to Emery's question. So for me, um, yes, because I was at a very, very hard home life, every relationship or every boy that I liked, it was always because um, someone else said I should like them. Like someone I looked up to said I should like them. And it was always because I felt they would, um, they would take pity on me enough to be in a relationship. Like they, it wasn't ever, because I felt safe or felt seen or felt loved or felt um, wanted. It was always because I felt they would be somebody who could uh, whip me into shape, so to speak, keep me in line and, and help me remember my place so I didn't get prideful. So <laughs> that was kind of a big difference there. So... Oh, go ahead. Uh, what do you mean by, like, keep you in place? So, um, growing up, if I, if I didn't do something that somebody thought I should do, there was a lot of unwritten laws or just expected that you were supposed to know how to behave and act um, in every situation. And if I didn't act appropriately 24-7 all the time, there was a lot of punishment and a lot of verbal abuse that went into trying to help me be better. So for example, if um, I I would spend all day cleaning and all day trying to do my schoolwork on my own and help my little siblings do theirs and just try to keep to myself as much as possible, I'd be listening to hear mom yell if she needed anything. Um, I'd go in periodically to ask my mom if she needed things. And I just tried all day long to be in service. Come the end of the day, sometimes I would ask if I could go out and play. And usually what I always got was a yelling, screaming fit from either of my parents about how selfish I was. And I only ever thought of myself and that I, I was just a very selfish human being. And my thought as a kid was always, I had no idea I was being selfish. I'm sorry. 
I, I didn't want to be selfish. The feelings that I was feeling about wanting to go play, apparently that is a selfish desire. I should get that out of my life. Um, and the way that my parents described it, it was also very much a, it's a good thing you have us because if you didn't, you would do a whole lot of selfish things. <laughs> and so one of the things that I felt, it's like, it's, it's really good that I have my parents and my brothers and siblings to remind me how horrible I am, because if they weren't here to remind me how horrible I was, then I might um, become prideful. I might start uh, thinking that I could actually do things. I might start thinking I was smart and capable when I, I'm not. And oh, no. <laughs> I know, right? So I, I try to always have relationships like those were the relationships that I was pulled towards um because I I understood those kind was relationships where the guys were not nice to me the guys were um more of a like they would mock me laugh at me tell me how ridiculous I was or how stupid I was or how over the top or overreactive and so if um your kids talking to listeners <laughs> if your kids are in relationships with people that it concerns you and you're like why are you going into relationship with them um a lot of it all it comes back to what relationships are like in the home so if your kids are getting into relationships that you're like man this is not a good one and why are they gravitating towards these kind of guys or these kind of girls. They don't treat them right. Um, it comes back to the home relationships. And you might be thinking, well, me and my husband treat each other great. We have a really good home life. Like that doesn't make any sense. But um, one of the really interesting things that I love to dive more into, now is probably not the place, but to get a little bit more is Every human being is going to start taking out of relationships their own perspective, their own needs, their own understanding. So for you as a parent, you might see things running in your home smoothly. Um, there's not major any big problems between you and your spouse. And as far as you can tell, things are great. But your child could be feeling immense pressure under keeping grades up and things going on at school and just trying to go about their day. And then when maybe it was just one time or a few times that they tried to come and tell you or someone else and they were shut down and they they were told that they just need to kind of buckle down and deal with it. And that kind of feedback when you're trying to navigate hard things is is it shapes the way that a child feels that they need to be treated um, by other people. So if that's something that you've that you know that you do, like it's not the end of the world. You can easily go and repair it simply by saying, hey, we never finished talking about that, or I didn't like how I shut you down on this, or hey, I realized that I gave you advice, but I want to also know what you're going through and um, can you tell me more about that? And just leaning back into more of the uncomfortable conversations that they probably want to talk about, but they don't want to be a burden. They want to have a good attitude. They want to um, 
be an optimistic person and, and, but they do have negative feelings. We all have negative feelings. So one of the biggest factors for our kids is in developing healthy relationships is when relationships at home enable them to have a safe place to talk about their negative um, emotions and things going on inside their life. So my question for you, Emery, is with our family, what happens when you are <laughs> very emotional or throwing a fit or just feeling crazy <laughs> with how everything is going off in the day? Like what happens? How do we handle that? You talk to me, hold me, uh, I don't know, make, make sure that my needs are taken care of and just make sure that I'm okay. And then we go on about our day. Yeah. So a few things to point out with what stood out to you about how we handle it is I hold you. I made space for you. I let you feel those emotions. And it's it's a lot less about I made sure that we fixed the problem right away. And I made sure that I had the answer. And I like most of the time when um, hard things are happening for our kids, me and my husband try really hard to not jump in with the answer and not jump in with the solution or just have a better attitude. Or, well, if you were a little bit more observant, or maybe if you tried to, (laughs) we, instead of giving advice, just understanding the, what they're going through and having space for what they're going through. And that's taken us a long time to get there. So I understand (laughs) if you're like trying, but that's hard keep at it. It's well worth the effort because it makes all the difference in our kids' lives. I've noticed with Emery, anytime she has a crush and she comes and tells me about a boy, it's always because he treats her nice or he was respectful to other people or he is um, likes things that she likes. And it's always because of an inner part of her soul is feeling seen instead of I like this boy because I feel like I should. <laughs> I like this boy because all the other girls like him. I like this boy. Just be like popularity. <laughs> so when we notice that our kids are forming relationships outside of the home that worry us, it's probably because there's some kind of connection in the home that they feel deprived in. And the more that we can cultivate relationships that inspire them and give a good um, a blueprint for them to follow in other relationships, then it's just second nature. They gravitate towards the relationships that treat them good because the ones that don't, they don't even, it's so bizarre to them. And I remember when I was first dating your daddy, I think it was our second. Yeah. It would have been our second date. And I was so mad at him. Because he was so nice to you. Yeah. Because the first date that we went on, um, he was so nice. Everything he did, he did not once belittle me. He never laughed at me. He never talked with his buddies about how stupid I was or how I fumbled or like he never. And I was a nervous wreck. I, I never, we went shooting and we had homemade ice cream and we went on a hike and I was tripping all over myself. I missed every shot I'm like I was spilling the ice cream everywhere and 
I just kept uh, slipping over my words. And the whole time he was very nice and he was very polite and he, he just wanted to talk and he didn't seem to be bothered by it. And I was worried. I was worried about so many things on that date, but afterwards I was so mad at him and because I was not comfortable being in a relationship that I was treated good. I was, I didn't know how to react. How was I supposed to respond? I was, I was used to having to kind of tease back and, and pretend that I was fine. And just, I was used to the emotional roller coaster that it was like to be around other people. And with him, it seemed very straightforward and everything was very much just, I like you and I want to be nice to you and I'm not going to make fun of you. And I didn't know what I was supposed to do. So how relationships are in the home have a huge effect on our crushes as young kids. So if you're worried about (laughs) what your kids are, um, who your kids are liking, it's most likely is because the relationships closest to them is um, affecting them in negative ways. And it doesn't have to stay that way. And it doesn't mean that you are a failure as a parent. And it doesn't have to mean that all hope is lost. It just is a um, a simple evaluation of recognizing that your child is attracted to this kind of behavior because that's the kind of behavior that they are um, familiar with responding to. Yeah, they're used to, they're familiar with it. And so it's just what they gravitate towards. But as soon as um, that is taken into consideration, as soon as that is understood, and everybody starts to um, not just sweep it under the rug and pretend like that's not a problem or not an issue, then it's rocky and it can be hard, but it's totally doable to um, just with a few conversations to turn things around and help them feel validated scene and start gravitating towards relationships that are good for them so great questions any others okay well we will see you all next time thank you so much for joining us and we love you all and we'll see you soon bye bye thank you again for being a part of our podcast family and for the difference you are making right now in the world and in the walls of your own home If you're wanting to support parents everywhere, you can do that by leaving a rate and review. This helps so many find connection and answers they are searching for. Also, don't forget to go to WandaHoward.com and get your own free parenting blueprint. I love you all and we will see you next time.